Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome or welcome back to the Thoughts That Manifest podcast. I'm Elle, and I am a mindset and manifestation coach who aims to inspire you to awaken your mind to the limitless potential that is within you. I am so excited to be back today with another episode for you. Today's episode is going to be focused on connecting with your divine feminine energy. And honestly, I feel as if many of us have wounded feminine energy. And a lot of this stems back to just generations of trauma. And I want to first start this out by saying we all have both feminine and masculine energy within us. No matter who you are, you have both. But oftentimes, there is a lack of balance when it comes to tapping into these energies. We either are all the way in our masculine energy or, you know, we're all the way in our feminine energy. And like I said, this stems from just past trauma and it even stems from the society that we live in. We have been living in a very masculine society. So a lot of us have a wounded feminine energy and we just don't really know how to tap into our feminine energy because society has been pushing us to be in our masculine energy for so long. Now, masculine energy is that go-getter energy, very focused on taking action, being in competition, being successful, always working towards the next big achievement. It's very independent energy. It's always planning and doing and being goal-oriented with a desire to provide and provide solutions. And when there's a lack of balance, masculine energy can quickly turn into selfishness, wanting to control everything, never asking for help, and just living in this constant state of survival mode. So with society being very focused on achieving and succeeding and working hard, many of us are constantly living in this state of burnout and survival mode. A lot of us don't know how to connect with our feminine energy. We don't know how to be in the receiving mode. And you can see this when, you know, we constantly struggle to let go of control, when we choose to take on all of the responsibilities ourselves, and when we're afraid to ask for help or we're constantly giving. When we're so focused on work and achievement and being productive and we're constantly worried about how we're going to make enough money or how we're going to push through the day, but we just know that we have to. And again, this is generational. Generations of people who were never really taught how to connect with their feminine energy. For so long, you know, feeling emotions was seen as weak. So a lot of us have been taught to just turn it off. We've also been taught that prioritizing our own needs is selfish and that we should always be giving. You know, compassionate, loving energy was quickly replaced with, all right, first achieve this and then you'll be worthy. And back in the day, children were meant to be seen and not heard. And not to mention the abuse that so many have endured. Society also taught us how to disconnect from our intuition which is hugely connected to our feminine energy. And so the reason why I felt so called to record this episode is because I need to call myself out on my own shit. 
I have been living in my masculine energy for far too long and it's time to find balance again because I am ready to surrender. I am ready to receive. Anyone who is listening who has also struggled with setting boundaries, struggled with saying no, struggled with prioritizing your well-being, and maybe you struggled with prioritizing your well-being because you've been so focused on taking care of other people and also too focused on trying to make a living while working tons and tons of hours each day, you know, or anyone who has continuously pushed to reach the next big milestone, never feeling like it's enough. Because for some reason, you just feel like you have to prove yourself worthy to others and to the world and to yourself. I freaking feel you. That has been me and I'm so ready to say fuck that. I want better. I want balance. So if you want better too and you want more balance in your life and you're ready to connect with your feminine energy, then this episode is for you. I am sharing seven ways to step into your balanced girl era and it starts with connecting with your feminine energy because you deserve to receive too. So if you're ready to jump into today's episode, then let's get into it. As a disclaimer, I am just mentioning ways that I personally want to connect with my feminine energy more. You do not have to do all of these. I mean, honestly, take what resonates, leave the rest. This is just what I personally want to do that I think will help me and help me get out of of the mentality that I have been living in. So yeah, again, take what you want, leave the rest. All right, so the first way to connect with your feminine energy is to connect with your senses. Feminine energy is very sensual. It's really sense-oriented, so it's important to do things that connect you with your senses. And now this might sound silly, and this first tip is very, I guess, surface level, you could say, but I wanted to get the more surface level tip out of the way. And I know it sounds silly, but it really does help. So for me, I like to, you know, light candles. This is not only therapeutic for me, but it just sets the mood. And other ways to connect with your sense of smell is to maybe, you know, buy a perfume or essential oils that you really like and just add that to your daily routine. Make yourself feel good by smelling good or by making your home smell good. And personal hygiene is just a must. And I'm really embarrassed to say this, but I have to be honest with myself. And one way that I like to take accountability is sharing my experiences with you guys. And so when I was so stuck in my masculine energy, I would forget to take care of myself. Where all I did all day was sit and work on my business. And then the next thing I knew, I had not I had not showered. I had not gotten ready at all. The way that I looked was just sloppy, a hot mess. I had no urge to really take care of my well-being because I was so focused on being productive and putting all of my energy into my business and all of that in my work 
that I just forgot about everything else. And that is being so focused on my masculine energy and really just losing sight of my feminine energy. So doing things like taking care of your physical appearance and your well-being is key. And let me make this clear. It's not taking care of your physical appearance for anyone else. It's for you. It's doing it because you know that it makes you feel good. When I take time to make myself look put together, I feel better. Therefore, it's a mood booster and it automatically just makes me in a more attractive receiving energy. And I attract more to me because ultimately I am feeling good about myself. I am feeling better and I'm radiating a more uplifting energy to the world. And hopefully that's making sense um, because I just, I want you to know that it's not about just, you know, doing your hair and your makeup to impress others. It's really just about taking care of your physical body because that's also really important too. So one way that I'm connecting with my feminine energy more is making sure that I'm prioritizing personal hygiene, that I'm prioritizing making myself look put together. I have been so far out of touch with this side of myself and I have mentioned this so many times it really does take a toll on my well-being. But when I am putting in the effort to take care of my physical appearance, I ultimately feel better and I just notice more is attracted to me. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to put on makeup and dress up. I think society has a way of being really extreme in their views. They're either pushing a really unrealistic beauty standard that makes people feel terrible about themselves if they aren't, you know, wearing tons of makeup, if they're not super, super skinny or, you know, have a really nice but whatever it may be or they're telling you that if you care so much about makeup and that you're always putting makeup on and doing your hair that you're basically extremely surface level vain materialistic and so on and so forth but we are aiming for balance okay you don't have to do an all-out full glam but it's really just about making yourself feel put together and feel good And now another thing that I'm going to be incorporating into this is taking care of my nails, you know, making sure I'm washing my face daily, having a solid skincare routine, doing my hair daily, getting dressed daily into an outfit that makes me feel good rather than wearing baggy sweats and a t-shirt all the time. Now don't get me wrong, I'm all about comfort. And I'll still be comfy most days. But again, I am wanting to step into this feminine energy. So I want to make myself feel good through taking care of my appearance. And it's all about doing it for me, no one else. If you feel good in baggy sweats and a t-shirt, perfect. Do not change. And now I also think it's important to eat foods that make you feel good. Really taking care of your body and making time for nourishing meals rather than getting so caught up in a go, 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 go mode that you forget to eat. And other things that you can do to incorporate, you know, senses into your home is like playing really calming music throughout your home. Like I listen to this jazz soulful piano type relaxing meditative music and I love to just play that throughout my home throughout the day. I feel like it really adds this calming feminine energy to my home and also you can do things like adding fresh flowers to your home, okay? Anything that really just makes the mood feel uplifted and just calming and brings in this sense of peace. All right, so now that we got the super surface level tip out of the way, let's dig a little deeper. Number two, mastering the art of detachment. Now with this, there needs to be a balance, right? Because I feel like when we are in our wounded feminine energy, we can be so 
attached to people, to places, to things, or we could be on the other end of the spectrum where we're so far detached that we make ourselves emotionally unavailable. So there needs to be a balance. And the thing is, as humans, we want to just know the outcome of everything. It brings us this sense of security. But when you hold on to the outcome too tightly, you can set yourself up for disappointment, you can cause resistance when it comes to attracting what you want, and it can also create codependency within relationships. So the key here is to detach from the outcome, to let go of control, rather than being focused on when and how it's going to happen, just surrender and trust the process. Know that it's going to happen when it's meant to happen. Continue to make sure your habits are reflecting what you are trying to attract. Also, let go of those expectations. Always expecting a certain outcome, that is draining. Connecting with your feminine energy is all about living in a state of flow, where you're surrendering and trusting that what's meant to be will be. Letting go of all expectations, seeing people for who they are, and then choosing if you are willing to allow them to have access to your energy or not. Number three, letting other people help you. This is especially for you, for those people who are listening, who feel as if they are the ones in the relationship who is always providing, always taking care of the other person, or who has to, you know, feel like they have to take on all of the responsibilities. I know so many people in my own life who struggle with this, including myself. And ironically, I find that the oldest sibling can get stuck in this way of being because as a kid, the older siblings were often conditioned to be the responsible one. There have been so many times where my parents have put the blame on me as a child over my brother because I was the oldest one and I should have known better, right? That's what they tell you. Like, you're the older one. You should have known better. You should have known better than that. Da, 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 da. And when you're the oldest child, you are often placed in this role to take care of the younger siblings as well. Or, you know, maybe you had to step up and take care of yourself because your parents weren't around much. There's so many ways that we are pushed into our masculine energy as children. And then we grow up with this need to be the one who takes on all of the responsibility because that's what we're used to. That's what's comfortable to us. That's what we're familiar with. We struggle to let go of responsibility because doing everything ourselves gives us a sense of comfort and it's so uncomfortable for us to let go of control. Most of us can't trust other people to get the job done the way that we can, so that's why we take on all the responsibility. So instead of asking for help, you just do it yourself. You know, maybe you're the one in the relationship who is always planning vacations, maybe you're the one that's always taking care of the bills, or you're the one that's always feeling like you need to get the important tasks done. But what you may not realize is that being in this masculine energy all the time of constantly needing to be in control, needing to be the planner, needing to be the provider, and not trusting anyone else to do these things for you, it pushes you away from your feminine receiving energy. And it also enables your partner to be in the receiving mode. So the key here is balance. It's really important to also let your partner lead too. And sometimes we may not even realize this, but we may not be giving our partner the space to take the lead. 
Is anyone else listening guilty of mothering their partner? And sometimes, again, you may not even realize you're doing this. But the other day, my husband actually called me out on this. I think he was like making food for us. I think it was something as simple as a bagel. I can't even remember. But I kept saying things like, oh, did you do this? Did you check that? Did you make sure that, you know, you did it this way? Blah, 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 blah. Kind of placing this energy onto him as if like he wasn't capable of doing it himself. It was like I was talking to him in a way where I thought he wasn't capable of figuring it out on his own. And it made him feel like a child. Or maybe we feel like we have to nag our partner to do what we want them to do. And yeah, sometimes people need a reminder, but other times we are so afraid to let go of control and just let our partner take care of us that sometimes we don't trust in our partner to actually get it done. So therefore, before even giving them the chance to prove to us that they can do it, we just don't give them the space to do it in the first place. So really letting go, allowing your partner to show up without forcing them to, without nagging, without telling them how to do it, let them take the lead. And if they have questions, they'll ask. But because so many of us are in our masculine energy, it's as if we just take the lead and don't know how to let our partner initiate for a change. And you know, sometimes you'll need to have a conversation, especially if you have been in your masculine energy for so long. This is just a way of being that your partner is probably used to. So you may need to have a conversation about it. Something like, you know, hey, I've noticed that I have been really struggling to let go of control. And I feel like I've had a lot of responsibility on my plate because I've put myself in this caretaker responsibility position role, right? I just want to ask for some help. And when you're doing this, when you're saying these things to your partner, you're not placing blame on your partner. You're not blaming your partner for not helping or stepping up. You're more so taking accountability for the fact that you took on this role of being the person who is constantly leading and you're ready to acknowledge the fact that you're ready to let go a little bit. That, you know, you're ready to maybe ask for help from your partner to take on some of the responsibilities that you have so willingly took on for so long. And maybe you can say things like, hey, you know, I would really love if you planned the next trip and surprised me. Um, You know, if you took care of scheduling this appointment or if you took care of sending out payments for these bills moving forward. If you feel like you have been taking on a lot of responsibility, learning how to ask for help and then allowing yourself to receive that help is connecting with your feminine energy. All right, number four, self-validation rather than seeking external validation. As I was mentioning before, when we have wounded feminine energy, we tend to seek external validation. We often struggle with feeling worthy. And when you don't feel worthy, you then struggle to receive because subconsciously you are blocking what is wanting to come towards you. And, you know, seeking validation can also create codependency within relationships. This is basically when you are relying on other people to make you happy. You're placing your emotions into the hands of others, making other people responsible for your emotions rather than taking accountability for your own emotions and being responsible for your own emotions. So an example, let's say you just got your hair done and you go home with this expectation that your partner is going to notice right away and tell you that you look beautiful. But instead, 
he doesn't notice or, you know, he just doesn't say anything at all. So now your emotional state is altered because you are upset that the expectation you held was not met. You quickly become passive aggressive or frustrated. Okay, another example, you have this creative business idea that you are really excited about, but when you think about it, you really want to get opinions from other people like your friends or your family before you decide to go after it. But when you ask for their opinion, they tell you that you should not do it, that it's too risky, that you should, you know, stick to a traditional career path, that there's more security in that and so on. So ultimately, when we seek external validation, the only thing it's validating within ourselves is the fact that we do not trust ourselves. And Connecting with your feminine energy, it's all about listening to your intuition and building self-trust. So if you are wanting to connect with your feminine energy, you need to start trusting yourself more and start connecting with your own intuition. You also have to let go of seeking approval. I also think a lot of the times when we are operating strictly in our masculine energy, we feel this desire to prove ourselves to other people, whether it's constantly pushing towards our goals or trying to reach the next milestone, we have some notion in our mind that if I don't do X, Y, or Z, then I'm not worthy. And that's just not true. Another example of proving yourself is like, let's say you come from a wounded family who struggled financially and you felt like there was a lot of dysfunction within your family. So now, Maybe you so badly want to prove to yourself and to your family that you're nothing like your family. So you push so, so hard to be better than them, to achieve more than them, that you're now completely burning yourself out just to prove that you can achieve. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I see a lot of people who have done this before. They come from a wounded family and then they feel like they need to prove to everyone that they are not their family, that they can do better. And that is being in your masculine energy. When we are connecting with our feminine energy, we are letting go of the need to prove ourselves worthy. We know that we are worthy of receiving and we don't have to push ourselves to complete exhaustion to be worthy. We don't need to compete. We do not need to strive for perfection because perfect does not exist. And we are worthy just the way that we are. And you need to let go of needing to prove yourself to others and even let go of needing to prove yourself to yourself. Instead, aim to follow a path that just feels good and know that when you are doing what feels good, you are in alignment. Let go of needing validation from others. Know that you are beautiful, you are successful, you are whatever you want to be, regardless of if other people agree with you or not. Give yourself that validation that you seek. Number five, connecting with your divine feminine energy is all about openly receiving rather than rejecting. So I don't know about you, but I used to struggle to receive and I still struggle with it at times, which is why I am making this episode, right? So for example, someone would tell me that I look beautiful and all of a sudden I get awkward and I downplay the compliment, or I feel like I need to give them a compliment back. It's like I struggle to just say thank you and accept that they want to say something kind to me. Or maybe, you know, you struggle with really believing that they're being genuine about the compliment. If you want to connect with your feminine energy, it's time to just accept compliments and be open to receiving when someone is wanting to give to you. 
And this is so hard for those who have wounded feminine energy. It feels so uncomfortable being on the receiving end because you've been stuck in the giving energy for so long. And our ego does not like unfamiliarity. If it's not used to being on the receiving end, it's gonna feel uncomfortable to receive. So you have to get comfortable with receiving. So I want you to start being mindful of how you react when people are wanting to give to you. Do you accept the gift? Do you accept the compliment? Or are you quick to want to push it all away? And it doesn't have to just be, you know, money or a compliment. Another example, my husband and I, when we first moved into our new house, it was super hot. It was, you know, the first summer that we were experiencing in this new home without a sea. And so our neighbor had noticed and he told us, you know, we have an extra AC unit. We don't use it anymore. If you want it, you can have it for free. And at first I was like, oh my God, that's way too kind of you. I can't accept that for free. I just, I feel bad accepting this offer. But that is not putting me in receiving energy. That is blocking me from receiving. The more you are open to receiving without pushing it away, the more comfortable you become with being in the receiving mode and the more you allow yourself to not only connect and heal your feminine energy, but also you will find more balance between giving and receiving. All right, number six, compassion over competition. When we are in our wounded feminine energy, we find it very difficult to be compassionate with not only other people, but with ourselves as well. We can become very competitive, even to the point where we struggle to get along with other people, especially women. And I see this a lot with those who have a mother wound. If you struggle to get along with women or you struggle to have compassion for other people in general, this would be a great time to reflect on your past experiences. How did your parents treat you? How did your mother treat you? Because your mother is your first experience with, you know, women, right? Just like your father is your first experience with men and your relationship with your mother can affect how you treat women moving forward and your relationship with your father can affect how you treat men moving forward. So think about this. Was she always criticizing you? Were you and your siblings put against each other at points? Were you competing against each other? Because I find that this can happen when, you know, two siblings are always competing for a parent's attention. Or maybe when you were younger, you were really let down by close friends in your life. Whatever the case may be, something made you lose trust and made you put your guard up. You may have this perception that people are out to get you, that you feel like you have to compete with others for attention, or that you have to just be the best. So instead of tapping into that compassionate energy, you're so quick to become defensive, you see everything as a competition. And this can even be competition with yourself, always trying to be better than who you were yesterday. And while yes, you know, self-improvement is great, But at the end of the day, we have to get to a point where we realize that we have to be happy with who we are and love ourselves for who we are in this moment rather than constantly trying to improve because this way of being can lead to perfectionism and just always being unsatisfied with who you are, feeling like you are never enough. So rather than striving for perfection or, you know, competition, trying to be the ultimate best at everything, lean more into compassion, having compassion for yourself and for others. Knowing that when other people are achieving things, this is an indication that you can 
also achieve things. Their achievements do not take away from your achievements. There is enough to go around and there's room for all of us. We are no better than them and they are no better than us. We are all human with our own set of issues trying to figure out our way through the path that we are journeying on. And remember, our path is so unique to us no two paths are the same. So when you are trying to compete with other people, it's actually really pointless. The outcome will be the same regardless. So just let it go. All right, and number seven, connect with your creativity. Connecting with your creativity is a great way to connect with your feminine energy. Take time to be creative. And there are so many ways to do this. A lot of people think that creativity is drawing or it's painting but you can create in so many different ways from writing to singing to graphic design to film to playing a game that allows you to be creative. I think of like The Sims, for example. I used to play this all the time as a kid. I loved to set up my own family, to set up my own house. And other great ways to achieve this is just by creating movement daily, whether it's walking and really connecting with nature and being outside or just dancing and letting your body free flow, like connecting through sensual dance, finding time to be alone and just move your body and really allow yourself to feel the music and release your stored energy. That is a game changer. Do things that connect you with your inner child. Life does not have to be so serious all the time. You are not put on this earth to constantly be productive. You are not a machine. You are human. We also don't need to constantly struggle. And, you know, coming out of survival mode, it is so freaking hard. But as you continue to do the inner work and work through your belief system while also regulating your nervous system, you will find that you can slowly heal this and create a whole new reality for yourself. So before I end this episode off, I want to really just tie this all together, painting a picture of balance between feminine and masculine energy. Balance looks like giving when you know you have a full cup and not saying yes to everything, but rather saying yes to things that you know you have the energy for. And also being open to receiving when someone gives you gifts, gives you compliments, gives you money, no longer closing yourself off to accepting help, but just being mindful of how you react when it's time to receive. And balance does not look like constantly chasing after the next big thing. It's letting go, sitting back, and allowing things to come to you for once. Balance also looks like planning out goals that you wish to achieve and then implementing daily habits that help you to achieve these goals, but also having grace for yourself when your body is burnt out and needs rest. Taking the time to adjust and make improvements to your daily routines to make sure that you're not just being productive constantly, but that you're also prioritizing your needs. And balance also looks like communicating your needs, especially with your partner not being afraid to speak up for yourself and set boundaries, making sure that you are allowing your partner the space to bring balance into the connection as well, allowing them to step into their masculine energy and taking turns when it comes to giving and receiving. Balance looks like self-validation, knowing you are worthy as you are and that you do not need to prove yourself or live up to anyone's expectations in order to be worthy of receiving. 
balances trusting in yourself, listening to your body, and trusting the signs that your body is giving you. It also looks like taking care of your body, balancing action with rest. Balance is also doing things that make you feel good, checking in with your habits and actions and asking yourself if you are doing this out of love and compassion or if you are doing it out of fear, hate, or low self-worth. Aim to check in on the reasoning behind your actions. And balance looks like compassion for yourself and others and knowing that it's okay to let go and trust that other people are capable of helping that you do not need to do it on your own. Knowing that the more you trust in the universe to also step in and provide, the more you'll start to see results of that in your reality. And balance also looks like allowing yourself to feel your emotions, to sit with your emotions rather than pushing them away, but to also know that you must release your emotions that you do not need to wallow in your emotions. Whether it's through breathing exercises or writing it out, knowing that life is all about learning to connect and process our emotions in healthy ways and to learn and grow. That we do not need to be a victim of our circumstances. That we do not have to trap ourselves in a constant state of struggle. And I know that that it's hard as hell to get to a place of inner peace especially when you've been through a lot of trauma and have been living on survival mode for so, so long. So that's where grace and self-compassion comes in. Having grace for yourself on your tough days because we are all only human after all. And knowing that other people have tough days too, perfection does not exist. We are all students of life, constantly learning and growing through life's challenges. But I think the beauty of it is the fact that polarity exists. So although you can't have the good moments without the tough moments, you cannot have the tough moments without the good moments. Hard days will come and go, but that also means better days are always going to follow those hard days. Lean into faith. So that is what I have for you guys today. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. This is just, you know, ways that I am trying to be mindful of how I can connect with my own feminine energy more and find more balance in my day-to-day life because I have been in my masculine energy for far too long and it's really time to switch it up and find that balance again. And I know that I am not alone in this, so I really hope that this inspired some of you who are listening who have been feeling the same way and who are ready to bring balance back into your life because you are worthy of receiving. All right, so thank you guys so much for listening. Until next time. Mm -hmm.